Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings and welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. More than just a podcast, it's audio, video, articles, an entire website, a wealth of information, insights, outlook, and practices that you can apply to your farming operation for greater success. Extreme Ag was founded by six forward-thinking farmers from different regions throughout the United States of America. They are trialing and doing different stuff every day, cutting-edge stuff that helps you shorten your learning curve. That's the idea. They've made the mistakes. You tune in here, and we'll shorten your learning curve, hence the name Cutting the Curve. We're at the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, and we're talking to uh, Wendell Bolgey. He is the technical sales agronomist for a company that's got a couple of different names. They're a multinational company, so it's known as Rio Tinto. It's also known as U.S. Borax. All right, you're probably like me. You took the chemistry class. You remember the, the periodic symbol, B, I think is for borax. And I'm like, <laughs> when the hell did we start putting this on our corn and soybeans? When did this become a thing? Wendell, thanks for having me in your booth, first off. Secondly, we're putting boron on I thought is how you did taxidermy. Was it borax or taxidermy? What are we doing out here? Well, yeah. Okay, you pointed out the fact that boron is used for many different things, industrial and agriculturally. But it's been part of agriculture for a long time. Okay, so a long time ago, most of the boron research, actually, if you look into it, was done in the 50s and 60s. And what they realized was there are specific things that happen to plants when they don't have enough boron. And it's usually bad things, right? So uh, since then, everyone started to use boron, right? And what's happened is that over time, we've changed agronomists. A generation or two of agronomists have passed. And now a lot of agronomists are just discovering that, oh, grandpa used to use boron. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you know, Grandpa did a lot of things that maybe I don't necessarily need to be doing again, all right? Well, you know, Grandpa, Grandpa had 11 kids. I, I don't need no 11 kids. Uh, you know, Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa didn't have penicillin either. So I think we need to, uh, you know, fast forward. So you're saying it's been around for longer than I realized. Yeah. What's boron do? So uh, boron is an essential nutrient and is part of every plant cell structure. So in other words, think of it as like the glass that holds the other nutrients in that cell. And that's that's sort of the best way to think about what it what it does. It helps me get does it help that plant get get to other nutrients or it just what, what's it all all of the above. I'm telling you exactly where it is found in the plants. It, it's found in the in the part of every cell structure mm-hmm. and it's also has to be present for cell division to happen. And so those are the two key things that it does in the plant. But beyond that, think of, a, of all of the things that other nutrients do in plants and how much 
if you don't have enough boron in the system, all those other nutrients aren't going to function properly either. All right. So it's a very key micronutrient. I'm going down to Chad Henderson's farm, and Mr. Henderson has this situation where he's got 8,000 acres. He could be doing a lot of stuff. Everybody we walk around out here says, hey, man. Like It's almost like carnival barkers, isn't it? They want you to yeah. take their stuff. Hey, accept right up, buy my stuff. <laughs> anyway, why are you using boron, Chad? What are you doing with your boron? I, um, I don't know what what to use boron no, i'm messing with y'all look it's like this you know we're known a lot um i guess me and dan in our extreme ag group you know are known a lot for boron use and the things and ways to use it ways maybe not to use it times to use it times not to use it and there's very few times that i've found really not to use it i mean and and i'm known you know as we've talked about you know i'm known to put excessive amounts of boron on that's not always needed we're trying to see what the other edge is that's that's something that's not needed you need to pay attention to your tissue samples your soil samples and know what's in your soil, know what's in your plant, and then understanding the times and uh, and and what the boron's doing in the plants. You know, we love it in the reproductive stages when it goes to flowering. You know, and things of that nature. You got to have that the ample amount of boron in there to make that transition. What I liked is you just said something when you're trialing and you're at the sort of leading edge as you are. You just said we're going to find out what the other end of that looks like, meaning. Well, we know we can put on this much and get some benefit, but what's the point I, where we're getting no benefit I, and we're doing almost harm by doing too much? I know where this is headed, and I have been on that other side. You know, we've been in a debate years and years about boron toxicity, you know, and, and people get the wrong idea, but, oh, we put too much on. And, you know, and it, and it, like everything, you can do too much. You can eat too much every day. You can drink too much at night, you know, and anything you can do it in abundance. So, like I said, it's always good just to refer to your tissue samples and then but you've got to figure out on your farm where those numbers need to be. If you're going to run tissue samples, figure out where those numbers need to be. We can help you with that extreme ag. These guys can help you with that. But we've got to know where the numbers need to be to land at the most productive part and use, utilize all the boron in the plant. Okay, um, Wendell, you told me about why I need boron. And you said, Grandpa used to do it, then we got away from doing it, now we're back doing it. You're a technical sales agronomist. You're you're not quite grandpa age. You're also not 21 right out of school. When did you come upon this? Have you always been a boron disciple? Well, I am grandpa age, and that's okay. But uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, if, if you've been tuned in to raising crops or being on the edge of trying to advance you know, your crops to the maximum potential for what your soil is, you've known about boron, right? It isn't that it went away. It's just that the, the vast amount of agronomists who focus on making sure that there's enough boron in the system are less, what should I say, they're less in the know about how much they need to have. You know, we touched on boron toxicity. Everyone brings that that issue up to me, but the vast majority of farmers have far less and not enough boron. Uh-huh. That's the problem. Yeah, they're, wor- they're worrying about toxicity when Correct. they need to be worried about deficiency. Exactly. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, most farmers, as they test I don't get calls from people uh, who say, oh, the boron is okay. Uh, I get calls from from folks that say, well, I don't know how much boron I have. Here's my soil test. This is what it is. Most of those farmers who don't even know generally are deficient. I got to tell you, this reminds me a little bit, Chad, probably maybe the same situation. Mrs. Mason will be worried that I've had too much beer when I'm like, no, I haven't had enough. Correct. So, I mean, it's kind of a similar situation. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Tell me then about what, how he's using it. I mean, we going out there yeah. and dry spreading this with our fertilizer? Is right. it somehow that we're coating dry fertilizer? Are we uh, 
Are we putting it on as a foliar? Yeah. What's he doing? Chad, what are you doing? Yep. Yes. Yes to everything. You're yes. putting on boron every which way? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, like I said, we, we, we like to have fun here. We're going to cut up and we're going to talk about it. And me and Wendell's discussed this a, a, to extent, you know, about how, what, when, and why. Um, and all of them is yes. I mean, to tell you the truth, we start out with some. We want some in the planter or we want some in the dry fertilizer blend, you know, whether we're using solubor or granubor. You know, granubor. Oh, solubor. 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 This is yep. a product name. Yep. Correct. That's, that's so, a product uh, name. Bor. As yeah. in boron, Correct. or borate, as you told me before yep. we started, mm-hmm. but not to be boring. Yeah. bore, and the other one is? Granubore. Okay, so obviously so, it's a dry and a liquid. So granubore, we're going to put in with our dry fertilizer mix. That's what was known with our grandpas and all that is so much, you know, they're going to put in, you know, what? I don't know what, what the rate was in. I don't I guess I, everyone yep. recommended two pounds two, of boron for the year. Two, two pounds. Period. You're it didn't done. Matter what crop. You're you done. Put just, two pounds put, of boron per acre, and that's what Grandpa did. Yeah, just just put two pounds in. We'll see you later. All right. So, but what a lot of people don't realize, and, and and in that form, it takes a while to break down. It worked really well. They made a lot of good crops. Put a lot of kids through school. Paper a lot of farms. But it also we got to understand that boron is the most leachable behind nitrogen and sulfur are piled in the same pile. You know, so you got to understand what events you've had or what you events you haven't had, and whether your boron's still there or not. Absolutely. You know. So, uh, what is the amount you're putting on now? No. Wendell, what's the right amount to be putting on? So, look, the best way to know how much boron you need is to test, right? This is science, and, th- and this is why, you know, there isn't a blanket recommendation for boron. You need to understand how, what your soil resource is, so test your soil. Any soil test below f- 0.5 parts per million of boron is considered deficient, meaning there's not enough boron in the system to sustain any crop. You should be putting boron in there. Secondly, you should also tissue test because a tissue test will tell you if you've overshot, for instance. You know, yeah. tissue so, test the, pro- the plant to say, okay, we got more boron than we yep, need here. Yep, exactly. And the amount of boron that you add can be anywhere from, you know, uh, half a pound or we say a quarter pound per application of solubore you know, uh, as a foliar application, yep. up to, you know, five pounds of granubore if you're in a deficient situation right. and you have a crop that needs a lot of boron. So, Wendell, the product name is 20 Mule Team. The company is yeah. Rio Tinto. It's Correct. U.S. Boron. US Borax. Borax. And uh, if I say, man, I want to learn more about this, I can go there and check that out, right? Absolutely. We have a, Our website is borax.com, or you can go agriculture.borax.com. Either okay. way, you'll get to our website. But we're not going to go there yet. Listeners and viewers, don't go there yet. We try and talk about money. Yeah. Chad has a habit. He goes out and spends money on a race car. He wants to go and drive his race car around, and he can't pay for that if it's not making money. Talk to me about the return, one of you, both of you. Oh, oh well, I'll say the return. Okay, the salesman, Look, if the you, technical sales agreement has the answer. Well, of course I do I because I hear the, the, the experiences from these gentlemen, which is, it's a simple fact. It's like any other micronutrient or nutrient. If you don't have enough to grow the crop that you're growing, yeah. the price is irrelevant, right? But the fact of the matter is, we make, we make it available for everyone to afford it, and it, it has a great ROI. Here's the man who will tell you about that. All right, how much did you spend? How much are you making? Well, you know, like I said, it's the most, I would say, the most affordable form of boron. 
you know and the way we use it we love to use theirs we love to use it with our start out with our planter and we're going to put some in with the planter load you know in the tube two we do not want boron in the trench let's the get that place we do per- not want boron in the first to the person <laughs> to the person that doesn't know for sure what you're talking about two by two meaning two two by two two inches off by two inches down all for the seed trench. That's, that's, that's we, when you're yes, planting. Yes, it, it goes in. It goes next to furrow. I guess, next to furrow and, and the outside. And then we're gonna come back. So that'll get us through and get the plant going. Get what we need outside of it. And then it gives time for our boron or granubore that we put in to break down. It's a product that's gonna take a little more time to break down, and we're gonna use that. And it'll come in on in mid season. Okay, and then the next application, we love to put it with our side dress. When we go out and we side dress with our 28 or our 32% liquid, and we come out and we, and we can lay it down with a wide drop or any other hose or whatever with coulter rig. You put you just a little it, bit of boron we'll, we'll along put, with we'll your put nitrogen some, and corn. Yes, the good way is, is a quarter pound is always good on foliar parks, but we can go on up as much as much as your heart desires. You know, I mean, it's it's whatever. Again, we're reading the soil test prior to this. We're reading well. The soil test has been done earlier. Then we know what we've done with the planter, and then we're reading the tissue test prior to this application. When we do that, then we'll address that and how it moves up. I love the fact you told me how you're using it. You didn't answer the question. How many of your race cars am I going to be able to buy based on the return on investment of putting boron down? Well, I know you, you're still experimenting. You, you won't buy any race car parts if you don't have enough. If you if you don't have enough in the plant, it's not going to produce what we need to produce. So it's hard to say, you know, because it's hard to know what level it is. Because you're but still I mean, experimenting with, well, with trialing the, the Well, every field is different. Every soil type is different on what it can hold and what it can't hold. Some people can put down a pound and a half through a season. You know, and, and be fine. Me in the South, I can't do that. That's not going to work for me. All right. The return's there, though, because you're the, re- the return you is always there. The, re- the, re- the return is always there. There's just a lot of things. I've said this before, you know, there's a lot of things I spend money on to get way less. Okay. And you like to shoot for a four or five or six to one return. Yes. And your opinion is boron yes. getting you that? Yes. It's going to get me that every time. It's going to get me that. Wendell, we're going to wrap things up here. Coming to you from the Farm Progress Show. As we stated, we're here at the Cutting the Curve podcast, video, audio uh, distribution to shorten your learning curve. We hope that you've learned something about utilization of boron. If you're not using it, you should be using it. You can go to borax.com and learn more about using it. What else? Closing thought. What else does anybody need to know in one sentence or less? You should be able to get U.S. borax products from any egg retailer in the U.S. Just ask for it specifically. Ask for the 20 mule 20 team. 20 mule teams. You 20 bet. Mule U.S. Borax. He's a Wendell Bulgy, technical sales agronomist for this fine company, which has multiple names. Rio Tinto, U.S. Borax, 20 mule team is their product. He's Chad Henderson of Henderson Farms in Madison, Alabama. I'm Damian Mason. Until next time, it's Cutting the Curve. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.